healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the Basement Fellow Music Clubbers. You are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual. We're so happy to have you down here to nerd out on music like we do. And uh, especially this episode. This is a very special episode in my heart. I uh, haven't seen our, our good friend, the mighty Marcus J. Moore, senior editor of Bandcamp here down, down here for a while. And, uh, and he is back talk about an album that is near and dear to his heart chris dave and the Drumheads. now if you don't know who those guys are i'll give you the brief history we'll talk about it more in a, in a few minutes but uh he is one of the most recognizable drummers in the industry he plays with everybody from d'angelo to adele and justin bieber uh janet jackson and just name name somebody and he's played with them uh and he is a serious jazz head he's a serious hip-hop head and uh and he put out a mixtape a couple years ago with some friends like Robert Glasper. And people like really dug it. And so they played some shows and then they were like, maybe we should put out an album. And this is the type of album that comes along. It's a, it's a showcase album and it, and, and it gives you a little insight into a world that you might not have known too much about. And these pop up every few years and they're amazing. And, uh, and this one is no exception. But we're, we're going to get into that. Joining us... Uh, myself and Marcus are Mr. Ian Taranji, lucky so-and-sos. You know him if you're here in D.C. He's also uh, one hell of an immigration lawyer, so maybe we'll, we'll put his contact in the in the show notes because I feel like uh, because of a racist accent that maybe uh, you're going to be needing that soon a lot more. So, um, But that is what we're doing. And then if you stick around to the end, got a treat for you. You know, we're, we're featuring a little more local flavor here recently and uh this came in through our submission 16 year old miles ab uh has a little track tip hop little r&b even uh rolled in there and uh i tell you what it's good it's real good uh i certainly um did not have my shit together like that at 16 and i don't think you did either so that's gonna be your podcast uh for this thursday if you guys are ready, then, and you want to head on down to the basement, you get your beverages, you get your snacks, the temperature is correct. Maybe you have Sam sitting next to you for anybody who's wondering about uh, Sam the kitten that we adopted. He's growing like crazy, and uh, he's sitting right here. We're sort of seeing what is going on, but, uh, you know, he's 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 a, he's a rock basement cat, and he's with us on every podcast. So, But, uh, but if you have your cat hanging out and you're ready, Let's head on down. Meet my friends Marcus and Ian. We talk about Chris Dave and the Drumheads and their self-titled debut album. Let's get it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's nice. You can, like, jot down your thoughts uh-huh. in a spreadsheet. Oh, cool. I'm going to math it up so you can actually then uh, Give tabulate it a numerical shit. score. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. It's got a nice beat. You can dance to it. I give it 7 out of 10. Yeah. It's on the rhythm. That is our new rating system. You guys ready? Yeah. The voice you heard is uh, Mr. Ian Taranji. Welcome back. Yes, sir. First Thank time in you. 2018. You've been gone a little while, but you've been doing uh, important stuff like Raising a little one. Raising uh, a couple of little ones. Yeah. Um, and uh, also started my own law firm, the law office of Ian A. Taranji, doing Excellent. immigration and uh, whatever How'd you else, come by that whatever name? Whatever else people. How did I... <laughs> Just random yeah. letters. Just Google is what was available. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Sitting nearby, Mr. Moore, it has been a while. Yeah, it's been Marcus a Marcus J. Moore from Bandcamp fame, uh, Cosmic Motherfucker here. <laughs> you are... That is accurate. You are the man now. No, you, no, 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 Come no, on, no, you no, moved no, to no, New York no. City. No, no. And you got all big, but look, your head's still the same size. It's fine. <laughs> right, it's fine. Which is always yeah, The first big, time you but... came back, you could barely fit in the door. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. You're like, no, no. Marcus Moore from Bandcamp. Same guy. No, no same guy. Same, same guy. dude. Same glad dude. To, glad to see you. Sorry I missed you over Christmas, too, man, because that was... Uh, it's, it's, it's hyper time down here, so... Oh, man. Well, next time. Yeah, next yeah, time, next time. Sure. Uh, but some, we're doing some good this... pods came out of it, though? Huh? Some yeah. Some good pods came out yeah, of it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, hopefully, uh, or maybe not as good as this one is going to be, because we're talking about somebody who's near and dear to your heart, uh, Chris Dave and the Drumheads, sir. Yeah, yeah. They have an album coming out, self-titled, and uh, this is their first album. They put out an EP. What was, what was the yeah, a mix, like a mixtape. Mix yeah, yeah mix 20, like 2012. What's a mixtape in 2018? It's an album. <laughs> Pretty much okay, the same okay. thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chris Dave is basically, uh, if you listen to music, you've literally heard him. Uh, he is the famous clients are Adele, Justin Bieber, Donnelly Parton, and D'Angelo, uh, part of the Vanguard. Uh, his core crew on this album, the Drumheads, Pino uh, Palladino, Isaiah Sharkey, Cleo Sample, Sir Daryl Ferris, uh, Kean Harold on horn, James uh Poiser, Stokey Williams, and uh, Shafiq Hussein uh, from Sun Ra actually sit in on this. Uh, and it's an album that features guests like Anderson Pac, who you know, mm. uh, DJ Chazzy Jeff, who you know, yeah. Fonte yeah. and Bilal, which that was wild to see. I was like, yeah, Bilal's yeah. up in this? Okay. I mean, but that's the thing. Bilal's on all, like, on, on everybody's records. <laughs> He's on know? everybody's yeah. records. I was waiting to hear him, like. You know, that was I was like, I know Bilal's on this album. They don't sure. want to secret credit him. Like, just like, sign him in the, is that Bilal? He's not in the credits. What's going on? Right, right. Um, but, but, yeah. Also, Kendra Foster. Yeah. Love her voice. And she oh, was, she is uh, on this. She was backup singer on the, uh, on that, uh, D'Angelo Vanguard tour as well. Yeah. yeah. And Sir, on the album. Sir is yeah, an upcoming yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but, but basically, uh, the story behind this guy is that he, uh, he went to Howard for a little bit and, uh, got discovered. By uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, he had been mm-hmm. a study of drumming, and you can correct me if I go off the path here. But he a study of drumming and bringing in all this like crazy shit. One of my favorite stories yeah. is is early on in his career where he met uh, the Time. Now, if you've heard the song Seven 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 Ninety Three Eleven, you understand that that is an impossible thing to replicate. Yeah, it's impossible to replicate on guitar on everything. It's on just every, like yeah. it's so he learned how to play it. <laughs> And the band was just like, what the fuck? Like, that was a drum machine. You can't do that. So that tells you, like, the type of nerdery that, that this guy gets into. Yeah. Um, and and he's, spent, he's built a, a solid career just being in the background and playing on these, these mega hit albums and, and playing in the jazz scene, playing with uh, your friend Robert Glasper. Nice. <laughs> See, I knew that was good. He's a founding member of yeah. the uh, Robert Glasper experiment. Yes, and no, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, that's sorry, funny. if you're no, really funny. friends with Robert Glasper, then we got it. Then we got it. I am not. I, I no. We don't hang. No, no, no. We know of each other. Your friends in your mind. There you you're go. Number one fan. How there you that? go. We're neighbors. Yeah, we yeah, live yeah, in the yeah. same neighborhood. That's because um, I'm the number one fan. Yeah, Love but uh, but but you know, eventually it got to a point where all these guys are around playing, and and they do. I think what everybody in jazz or instrumental work decides to do, and they're like. I want to showcase my shit. Right. And uh, that's what they did. The The actual idea for this album was, and this is a quote here, he's saying, people say you can't have all these sounds in one place, but how how we hear things, it's just music. You like it or you don't, and this is a Why Can't You album. Sure. And that mm-hmm. is, you know, if we stop the review right here, the discussion, that's it. That's it. That's this, pretty this much is, the this album. Is, this is a huge why can't you album? I think it uh, it follows in a history of stuff like that that we're going to get into that is not mm-hmm. an obvious place that you're going to go to more. But I'll get you there, and I'll get you back. But <laughs> okay. uh, before we get into it, I want to get a little taste of this. And you will immediately recognize, I think, every single influence on this, uh, and you will love it. Uh, this is uh, Was this a single already or not? No, the first single was um, the Fonte one. It was the Fonte one. Well, yeah. th- this should be the single. This is this, this is a jam. This is a universal one. Side out. 
wasn't right. Wouldn't let us out the ghetto in the dead of night. For croutons and the lettuce, lost half my mind. Couldn't settle for the blessings I will have in time. The weather's hot, the word is true. He's in denial, but I hope my nigga make it through. Yeah, he dropped out, but that vertical could have paid for school. He'd rather play with that yeah, yo, Tuesday old outfit. On the bus singing, everybody plays the fool. Lost his way, being way too cool. Character corrupted by the substance, abusing baby boo. Looking for love, but got a hazy view. Lays a few blunts for the grandma mom's born in 80 dudes. Pour a little liquor to Bakamaru. Two blocks of killers worth of warfare. Cut folks and cut this coop. They coming up, but they coming through. What it do? 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 So universal language that's basically a countdown of all different types of music uh, name checking themselves announcing the band the drum heads are here they're here to rock your fucking soul basically uh, and, and it works it is if you're a fan of funk of jazz of rock and roll I mean it's it's got a little everything mixed up in there I'd say if you're a fan of Tampa Butterfly you definitely love it because it sounds yeah. like a lot of the tracks on that. Yeah. Also, uh, Bla- also Black Messiah. I felt like there was a Black lot of, Messiah too. I felt like there was a lot of tunes that that, that felt like they could have been, you know, like the songs that just didn't make the cut. Or, um, I mean, I, obviously it's a lot of the same players, so I'm sure there's uh, that song. Yeah, a lot of influence there, yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so Mr. Moore, I know this was your this was your jam. You were uh, you were the one who's like, yo, you got to hear this. <laughs> you got to hear this. True. So so uh, why don't you talk about it a little here? Yeah, um, Chris Dave, I think you you talked about it a lot in the intro, but he's always been this background guy, you know, where you you see him in the liner notes, and he's becoming this guy now where you know his drum break just a lot. You don't even have to look in the liner notes and know that no. he's on it. Yeah. Um, he spent a lot of time with D'Angelo and the Vanguard and was all over Black Messiah, like you just mentioned. And um, this is more so, it, as opposed to the uh, mixtape that came out in 2012, this is more so like a fully realized album. Yeah. Whereas I felt like on the uh, the mixtape, it was a lot of ideas he was tinkering with, a lot of stuff that wasn't complete. But this is the one where he's stepping out. Um, and honestly, I feel like... I'm surprised. I was surprised because it's coming out on Blue Note, and it doesn't sound like a Blue Note recording at all. Well, Blue Note seems to be branching out a little, though, right? Bran- well, yeah. I mean, they're branching Glasper out. Glasper took care of Glasper is yeah. the other guy, in my opinion. I feel like they let Glasper branch out, ah. and then you know the other the other releases are cool, but they're not as nuanced as what we're hearing here. Right, but I mean, I think to, to Blue Note's credit, actually, that's nice that they're doing that again. Yeah, yeah. because they could. I mean, look the the depth of their catalog. And the fact that we know the catalog sells more than anything yeah. uh, these days, they could just sit back on fucking miles forever. Right. And, yeah. And instead they're these, you're actually seeing people that are new and they're exciting. And are, was the, was the, uh, Christian Scott on? Blue no, Note? no, no. Christian wasn't. Scott's on rope dope. Okay. Um, Derek but, Hodges on blue note though. Yeah. Hodges on blue note. Um, Lonnie Smith has a record that's coming out pretty or just came out. Dr. Lonnie Smith. So, yeah, and that's like a callback. I mean, that's, you know, Blue Note has always kind of allowed people to branch out in funky directions. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, guys like Bobby Hutcherson and, and uh, I mean, Blue Note has kind of the, the, the traditional straight ahead jazz, but they also have like a, a real deep, deep well of like really funky jazz. Right. Like well, Lonnie, like Lonnie, like Lonnie Smith. And I was just about to say, in all fairness, I mean, and this isn't anything I haven't like told the guys over there. I felt like they have history in that. But in recent years, they hadn't done that as yeah. much. I felt like if it wasn't Glasper, it was all kind of straight ahead. Right. Whereas with this, it's like it's not straight ahead at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all kinds of stuff on it. And it, it is uh, uh, the word sprawling could be used. And oh, it's something yeah. we discussed before going into this. Um, anytime I hear an album like this, uh, that is essentially a showcase for all this immense talent. I mean, the... <laughs> The concentration of talent on this wax is insane. Yep. Yeah. Like how totally. you even got these people in this. Like it, it just, it's insane. But what often happens, and, and, and I don't know yet if this is a, is this is a pro or a con, is that you put all these things together and we see this play out on this album and they're trying to explore all these different sides. 
and it almost never comes together. And for this, I'm not sure yet if it does. But you, mm-hmm. when we talked about it, you right. said, yeah, you thought it did. I think, yeah. I mean, just in my opinion, I feel like it did because it felt to me like a jam session record. Obviously, it, right. there's no way you can have Fonte, Anderson, Pog, Bilal, all these guys in the room at the same time because of timing and everybody's busy. But it, But I felt like... He did a really good job of transitioning from one sound to the next on this. I felt like it all. For sure. Yeah. So that was, I know we, when we discussed it, I felt like Chris does a good job of giving room to Elzai, giving room to Anderson and all these guys, but it's still a Chris Dave record. Like it's still his sound. And I feel like everybody's trying to, you know, adhere to what he's doing. It's not like, oh, hey, I'm just in the background and I gave a whole bunch of beats to all of these different, all these different cats. They're conforming to what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. always in control. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I again, I don't necessarily need it to come together. And honestly, in um, his description of it, he sort of like proofs, like resists yeah. that opinion. He's just like, this is everything music, and it is. It, it, it goes right. It goes everywhere. Well, it's like a classic first album where you kind of throw in the songs that you've been writing your well, entire life. Well, and it's a life. party. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 he says that about the album mm-hmm. that it, that it's meant to be a party. It's meant to be like this. This isn't the music that you. Uh, what, what's the quote uh, I have here? Uh, something like, uh, "This isn't the music you can catch me at Carnegie Hall for two hundred dollars a ticket, or don't talk to me. We just want a party. It's a getaway." Yeah, like, and, that's... and and we don't necessarily hear albums like that too much anymore. It's funky, mm-hmm. fun jazz. Maybe I mean you do in jazz sometimes, but yeah. And the thing is, I like how. I like how it just takes you somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always a fan of records that start you here and then you're in a totally different place by by the time it's over. And to me, when I first listened to it, it was like, okay, like on the first song, I was like, all right, I'm listening to like a Butterfly-influenced hip-hop track. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, it's like, wait, now I'm listening to like a punk rock or like a rock-influenced song. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I like how he slowly transitioned mm-hmm. to it where... You can you can hear it if you put your ear to it, but at the same time, you could just let it flow in the back in the background, and you're like, "Oh wow! Like, where did I go? Like, yeah, where yeah. am I at now?" So yeah, yeah, for sure. I think one of the turns it takes. Uh, this is one of the tracks that you quite enjoyed. It's Atlanta, Texas. So, so yeah. what about that? What about this one that was was drawing you to it? Man, it's just weird, man. I love <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love this song because again, I mean, I, you're a music nerd. <laughs> it, yeah, unabashed. Yep, unabashed, and I love how. Again, he just kind of let Shafiq Hussein just just talk his shit, man. Yeah, and, you know, Guapale's on, and she's always great, and it's just like a really freeform jazz soul song. Let's hear a little bit of that, and then we can come back and uh, and get some of your opinions on the scene. I said, I said, I'm the son, the first in line. Megahertz is my son. Behold a form. The norm. Her hair all feathered. Her air all weathered. Her ties all settled. I say, much more clever than I am. Come back down from outer space or yeah. Atlanta, Texas, whichever place you may be. Uh, yeah, man, that's a lot of this album. You forget that you're listening to some of the best jazz players yeah. in history. Not not like just around today in history. True. Uh, that reminds you that yeah. like it can get a whole lot weird, but it's all right. like, you know, if I, if I walked into a club, I'm like, oh, they're doing that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> But uh, you Cause know, because they'll counterpoint it like um, at one point and just kind of throw the rhythm off and get it, you know, start it back up on something on something different, and you know that that's just that's very structured and yeah. and uh, you know it's just 
really, really superbly done from a rhythm standpoint, which, you know, you expect from Chris Dave. I mean, I keep, both of you guys have described him as like sort of this in the background guy. I first came to know about Chris Dave through the Robert Glasper experiment. Yeah. And he's definitely not a, you know, in the back, nobody notices. He's just like solid beat. Like he is doing some shit. Yeah. Fair when point. He's playing with, when he's playing with Glasper. And yeah, you know, that's the first time I like my ears perked up and I was like, Oh, Fair point, especially on double book. Yeah, on double double book, he's crazy. The open mind, like the concluding track, that was that's a Chris Dave song, and it's crazy. And and there's something about hearing a really, truly exceptional drummer. Yes, yeah, that is different than. uh, And this is a bad comp, but he is an exceptional drummer, like uh, Glenn Kochi from Wilco. Mm -hmm. Like the work he did going in radically changed like the sound of that band because. These drummers, Chris Dave being one of them, uh, use you say drummer and percussionist, yeah. and a lot of people like to split them out, and it's not. It's it's yeah. you know there, there's the him, traditional yeah. in right. you're in the band, you're holding the you know the four down, but there's also you have all these different ideas that have to do with making percussive sounds, yeah. and yeah, true, and the best people are doing stuff like that. Yeah, I mean when you see videos of him, he's got three or four different snares so he can mm-hmm. he can get all kinds of different sounds he's got that crazy spiraled uh uh, uh symbol that that uh is kind of his calling card his visual calling card anyway but um yeah no i definitely agree with with, with your point that he is the drummer and percussion player he's got bongos set up there mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got a cowbell set up and all kinds of chimes and stuff like that i mean it's a really it's a it's a kind of a I think of uh, a jazz setup is very sparse. A jazz setup on a kit is very sparse. Um, and he has that, but that's like the foundation. Then he's yeah. adding a couple more snares. He's adding some crazy cymbals, a lot of different, uh, um, a lot of different, uh, percussion. And if you just go back and, and, and check out some of his stuff on YouTube, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. He's, right. he's pretty much my favorite drummer. Uh, like, you know, I, I mean, I agree listening to a great drummer. I've had, I, I've been blessed to play with a lot of great drummers, um, he's like, he's my favorite. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Um, going back him to or little... him or maybe like Mark Collenberg, uh, who's maybe a little more straight, straight ahead, maybe a little stays on the reservation a little bit more. Um, but yeah. That's like in Collenberg is in the experiment now in the Robert Glass. Oh, is he? Yeah. Nice. Um, and now going back to my, my idea of this, this, this cohesiveness as an album, uh, and this gets into like cohesiveness Chris, through looseness. Well, Chris, D- Chris Dave's uh, place as a drum nerd, our places as music nerds. You know, if you went back as a guitar player, if you went back uh, and it was really big in like the late 80s, early 90s, you had people like Steve Vai and Joe Satriani putting out these like wild fucking albums. Mm-hmm. They were all them. But it was it was exactly that. You got to see a showcase of how perfect they were at their art. Mm-hmm. And so, sure, if you're listening to Passion and Warfare by Steve Vai, it's if you don't play guitar, I don't know what you would ever get out of it. But as a, as a guitar player, you're like, holy fuck, Amazing. that guy just did that on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even to this day, I listened to it the other day because of this album. And I was like, oh, man, like that's that's wild because he's pulling every trick out of the book. Yeah. And his testament as an arranger in this, he's doing it like you said. People are meeting him. They're they're fitting his mold. Right. But he's saying, "Hey, this is this is my music." Which I don't know if it's necessarily that fits into a songwriting thing, or just he's got a vibe, and he's like, "You guys gotta catch the vibe and uh, and get along with it." And everybody does across the scope of this album uh, to that point. And I think that's why, like, you feel it's more cohesive because yeah, because you're a little more tapped in that. I I mean, I'm not that familiar with his work, so you're a little more tapped into his work than I am. Uh, one place where it definitely uh, taps into it, and I think this is one of the better tracks on here, is uh, Anderson Pock on here on a track of Black Hole. And, you know, we all know Anderson Pock. We all know what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. He doesn't not sound like him here, but at the same time, this is something like completely different for him. Uh, and it, and yeah. it's, it's kind of wild. And he shows up later on the album too. He right, does. Right. Uh, but, but it fits. But know. this one is, is stellar. And honestly, it's one of, it's easily one of my favorite tracks of, of the year so far. This black hole. Pills in the nightcap, running through your spine. Niggas sipping lean with a fiend for the high. 
Addiction is a picture we fell into the end. And the whole world loves you when you're top of the line. The hoes gon' want you when you're thugging it right. The cops gon' bust me if my money to us can make trust me. There was what we live in the right here. He's Anderson Pop, the smoothest guy in music right now. Ooh, that is a, I mean, I mean, look, that's I mean, that's like everything he ever does. But it's just like, damn, bro, you're smooth. I mean, it always works. It's a home run every time. Yeah, it's a home run every. And I don't time. know how. I don't know if he's the smoothest, but he's damn smooth. I remember, I remember, I remember when you pointed out Malibu to me. Yeah, you're right. like, you're like, <laughs> was that two years ago now? That's right. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, what is who? What is right, this like, guy doing, this? man? Right. Like, this is wild and yeah. uh, but he he kills it meanwhile <laughs> chris tave is in the background going nuts very mm. subtly very subtly it's mixed down um which i always find interesting when 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 a front man or woman um is willing to sort of mix him or herself down yeah. to let the other musicians because there's definitely there's a lot of really interesting stuff like like I was just pointing out while we were listening to it. There's actually, if you listen to the the guitar fill, and I'm pretty sure that that's Isaiah Sharkey. Um, there's like a Fela Kuti guitar right. break in there, right, 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 smack in the middle. Yeah, which just sounds and it, and it just fits perfectly. I mean, I'm sure when you're drawing this out on paper and you're like, okay, and then we're gonna drop the Fela Kuti in here. You got somebody's got to be scratching their head, but when you listen to the final product, no, I mean, you're just, you're spot fits. on. And it's like you you just schooled me on something because yeah, and listening to it now, it's like, oh shit, that's an Afrobeat. Yep. Yeah, that's an Afrobeat instrumental, like all day. That's Tony Allen on drums. Yep. I mean, I would yep. I would be shocked if Chris Dave is not a huge Tony Allen fan. Yeah, well, and that's one of the things he studied. I think, yeah, I yeah. Like you know, he he lived around a little bit and he like studied those rhythms and came yeah. back, which is why he was able to do the times thing because the time we're like we can't do that. Right. And like, he's like, no, nah, that's just right. that's over here. <laughs> what yeah, are you exactly. talking about, man? Um, and yeah, so I mean, it's it's that that's probably the best example. I think where it all synthesizes on this album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too. That's an infectious you, rhythm. You know, for if, sure. you, if you got to yeah. sell it to somebody, be like, why do I want to listen to this album? That track right there. Yeah. And it's like, on. you'll find something that you like on it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so with that in mind, you know, it's, it's, it is, uh, I wonder if it, this isn't just for music nerds. I think it, it's, it's for everybody. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I always say, I, I know why we like it. Right, exactly. I was just about to say, like, you know, I, I guess we're so used to talking to the same people, like, mm-hmm. online and on, you know, wherever. Yeah. So we all are going to have an affinity for it. But, yeah, you can give this to anybody. And even if you don't like the album as a whole, you're going to find something you're, on you're it that you're going to love. Not just mm-hmm. like, you're going to like, oh, this is crazy. Like, even the Bilal Tweet song. Yeah. It's an R&B. It's like a Quiet Storm cut. Yeah. That's a, that's a baby maker right actually, there. Actually, right, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, man. Let's, let's play a little bit of that because that, that actually is funny because when Bilal like, comes in, you're like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. as, soon as, saw, as soon as I saw the track list and I saw it featuring Bilal, I was like, there's the baby maker. The baby maker. <laughs> uh, spread her wings. She <laughs>
Hey, I will say that little chord progression that meow, 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 that's not a baby maker. That's a music. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. that's old. That that's yeah. what people writing like uh, chromatic. Mid, yeah, mid range R and B in the eighties thought was like that's gonna get them. There's some eighties R and B elements on this too on this album too. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it nice. is. You know, but I mean that, that you you know you just, you just heard in that like the the range of that album. So like we think it played like a full on like funk. Yep. Rager, some weird like free jazz thing, uh, basically an Anderson Pac song, and then that, and and uh, that is at the end of the day the appeal of this for me because um, I don't have to flip my records. I don't have to pick. I can go everywhere. I don't. Right. I, I don't know if I'm going to be listening to this like next year, mm. but for now, it's just like yeah, this is like. This feels like a sampler, and, it, and much like actually the Thurston Moore album we reviewed. Uh, and I don't know if I've asked you this. Uh, sometimes uh, ask you this more. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, albums come out, and you are you sort of think about them like, did they really need to be an album? Does it present itself live better? So like Thurston Moore made an entire album that it, he cut back the crew of his band is a little sparser and. Yes, it came out as a physical product, but it seems like it would have been better to be like a tour that goes around. And I wonder if this isn't if this isn't the case of like, and they've been doing it. Yeah. But this isn't the case of of touring this thing around with this huge crew as a showcase and seeing what happens. I think that's a valid point. I mean, I guess logistically that would be tough because it would be tough to go on tour with Anderson Park and Bilal and Fonte and right. But what if it happened? That, that's no, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, the what if scenario. I mean, yeah. it would, it would kill. I mean, cause yeah. you could, you could play tracks one through when I can't remember how many songs on it, like 15 or whatever right. you can go all the way. Um, so no, that's a valid point because I wonder how it's going to translate to a live setting. Cause clearly he's not going to have all these people with him when right. it's time to tour right. this thing. Right. But the one thing I can say, like, you know, haven't seen him perform live. Yeah, you may miss these people, but, you know, you're not going to be disappointed. Oh, no. About the show. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's just about every jazz player. Yeah, like, totally. you, when you When you actually, I don't know how many of our listeners really get into jazz, but when you actually go see, like, good jazz. Oh, yeah. There is nothing, you nothing like it. You don't anything else up there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and he's, you know, one of the best. Yeah, I mean, as far as a tour like that, you know, we, we think about... Uh, touring in 2018 the music business and all that yeah and you know for, to me it seems like a home run but if if this is a product of they were doing that in the smaller group but wanted to get a record of it right right yeah but now if they put this out it's on blue note and people are gonna be like whoa this is amazing to be like at least like some bi-coastal shows yeah and and, and put it all together and make oh. it make it a review and well I, I mean, I definitely think that can work. And I think the thing about this album that's going to save it, if nothing else, is that, well, I, and I go back to the mixtape, because when the mixtape came out, it just kind of came and went, yeah. because I don't think the world was ready for it yet. I mean, it, it was one of those where it's like, if you knew about it, you knew. So if you knew yeah. Glasper, you knew like, oh, this Chris Dave project is going to be crazy. Yeah. But with this album, simplistically speaking, like you can just make weird shit and it's going to find the right ears. So you can just put this out. And it's going to work. And maybe yeah. it's the butterfly effect. Maybe it's because like three years ago, Kendrick came up with this really crazy album that everybody loves. So now you can now do I all think, kinds of crazy stuff. And I think that acclimated people like yeah. and, and the untitled thing. I know we didn't like you reviewed the that might have been one of the first ones you were on. Yeah. You're reviewing the untitled unmastered and didn't love it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like that was him testing the waters. Butterfly really acclimated a lot of people who weren't necessarily familiar with jazz. Yeah. To jazz. Yeah. And and great. Get more people under the tent, man. And that's the thing. It's like, I equate that, like, Butterfly, and then before that, people sleep on the fact that Black Messiah actually kind of blew the doors oh, yeah. open first. So it was Messiah, then it was Butterfly, then it was Kamazi, yep. which blew mm-hmm. the doors open to say, like, okay, you can make nerdy stuff, and people are going to, like, actually come out and see mm-hmm. it. Right. So you, just I, gotta, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Like, don't, like, make, okay, well, here's my radio single. And here's but I feel like yeah. Black Radio came was the precursor. Absolutely. To right. that is, see, that's the thing, and that's what I always, like, Glassford had been doing it for years and yeah. years, and I yeah. just thought he never got the credit. 
because for a while he was the only guy yeah. doing it. Glasper was, I'm not to turn this into a Glasper geek fest, but uh, it's fine if it Glasper does. for me anyway was the first guy, and I know he was not the first necessarily to do it, but the first to take like hip hop beats and turn them into, into yeah. extended jazz jams with mm. tremendous musicians. Because you've always seen it the other way. You've always seen jazz brought into hip hop, but it was the first time it was at least brought to my consciousness of hip hop being brought into jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, I feel like that really was the, 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 the precursor, the patient zero, if you will, for everything that came out of Butterfly and no, Kamazi and that's and, fair. I yeah. mean, because yeah, black, yeah, that first black radio album, black radio, I think was his most, that was wasn't crazy. His, yeah. It wasn't his first album, obviously, but it was, I think his most accessible. He had guests, he had popular guests on all of the different songs. Right. Um, and that was the one where it's like, Oh, like, okay. And just getting it back to this album, you know, what, what, what really struck me about, about this album and how it was different from the 2013 mixtape, um, was each of these songs are, 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 are self-contained and, and completed thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, every song has, mm-hmm. you know, A, B, C, maybe even a D section, um, everything that's there, that's, that's, that's interesting and subtle is there yeah. intended to be there. Um, and, and, and they just feel like complete songs and not, yeah. not ideas that are meant to just go off. Like I, point, I, I, can, yeah. I can definitely see him. Not like, toying. Hey, do you all know I played with the Angelo? Here's something we threw out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, this didn't, this didn't make the cut for black right. Messiah, but right, right, uh, right. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm sure you could probably make an album full of stuff that didn't make the cut oh, for Black geez. Messiah. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, and the thing that's uh, awesome about this record, like you, like you just pointed out, is that you can play it in a row, but you can pick out songs. Like if you're yeah. doing a playlist or whatever, mm-hmm. you can pick out, you know, Sensitive Granite or Destiny in Stereo and put it on something else, and it still goes. Yeah. But this is an album's album, you know, so it's meant to. You with started songs. at the top with songs. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's great. I think it's well done. Yeah, I do. I too. think I'll be playing it for a while. Yeah. Same. Any, any, uh, any final thoughts you guys got, or just land it? Uh no, I think I we it. set it off. I think man. You just set it off. Yeah, I dig it. If you like, yeah. if you like, if you like music and you like interesting music and you like it well, well performed by outstanding musicians. I mean, I, I'd have to give it a, a really yeah, it's, strong it's, it's a total win. Even if, look, if this isn't normally your music, still check it out. Yeah, totally. You're gonna find something, and then. Uh, do do what I think all of us do is like find that little thread and keep pulling on it. Yeah, pull that string, see who played mm-hmm. on it, and then follow their stuff, and then follow their stuff. And- yep. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah. that that will open up a uh, a whole new world for people if they start picking out. You know, what is Pino Palladino on? Isaiah mm-hmm. Sharkey just came out with an album. Um, what about a month ago? Maybe two months ago. That mm. uh, yeah, that is. I think I think it's pretty solid. I was actually listening to it on the way here. It's um. It's very kind of, you know, he grew up in the church and it's church inspired and it's very R&B kind of a couple songs sound like 70s era Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. from, you know, from a guitar player. He's a jazz guitar yeah. player, you know, yeah. and, to, and, to, and to be able to do that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, you, and, and you expect a guitar player to be like constantly soloing, constantly doing melody lines. It's, it's, it's not that at all. It's really well constructed music. And I feel like that's what we're getting in this album. It's not a showcase for Chris Dave's prodigious drumming skills it's tight arrangements um well composed music and he's just he's playing exceptionally well and doing crazy stuff but not drawing so much attention to himself yeah exactly. it's a really i think it's a superb album yeah super tight well thank you guys for hanging out good to see you more uh hopefully Likewise, uh, bro. we back down or maybe we might have a little webcam i gotta talk to you after we do this about that but uh, <laughs> and ian you said you have more time hopefully you come back soon yes sir yes sir and, and lucky uh, so-and-so's uh, February yes. 15th. February 15th, where? DC9. DC9? Yes, sir. I mm-hmm. will definitely be there. We'll put it in the show notes. And we'll Beautiful. And, and remind me of that. And, uh, we're I, forgot, take quick I forgot break. to mention that right up front when I was talking about yeah. my law practice. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Going to play a little track for you, and then, uh, and then land this spaceship. I'll uh, be back in a minute. Just looking brighter, I shouldn't be
Chris Dave and the Drumheads there for you. Uh, that is out now on Blue Note Records. You can get it pretty much everywhere. I suggest you do. I Albums like this, you heard me joking about Joe Satriani and and, uh, and Steve Vai, maybe. But uh, you for music nerds and for people who, who are uh, music curious, just to dip your toe in in these worlds is is important and you can find out a lot about not just other types of music but a lot about yourself and so every time one of these things comes along besides this just being a solid record it gives you the opportunity to experiment with stuff you like and and you're going to find everything here and that's i think i think that's why uh chris and his friends made this uh maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him and ask him uh, uh you know besides just you know they made it because it's fun as hell to make and it's fun as hell to listen to um, thanks to our friends Marcus Moore and Ian Taranji for coming down and hanging out. Always a pleasure. I feel like they'll be back sooner rather than later. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's always a great time hanging out with them. Before we get out of here with this week, though, Sarah's going to play you a little track. And, uh, and it relates to this in that we have, uh, I'm going to go a little inside baseball here. You know, every music blog that is out there and every big music site, whether you're talking about, um, you know, tiny sites in your local town or Pitchfork or NPR or whatever, uh, they get submissions and, uh, and, and they have a mission. We all have a mission and how we want to talk about music and what we want to talk about. And, uh, sometimes that skews towards a monoculture, and sometimes uh, that is because we all get the same emails. That just happens. There are, there are um, remarkably effective PR companies, and this is not a negative in, in any way, that get your music out there, and, and, and it's hard to get news and stuff. But one thing that I know we've done this year actively and we've decided uh, we decided to do and other people we know have done is rather than just putting an email out there where you can get in touch with this, which look, it's still out there. You can find it. But but we we put a form and this form uh, is pretty simple and it's all the information you would put in an email, but it is setting up be like you need this information if you want people to pay attention to you. Uh, but the, but the point I'm trying to make is that is that out of all the submissions we get, uh, which is a lot, uh, the, the submissions that come into this form now we read every single one, and we do that because uh, it's our job to translate all this to you and and at least put stuff in front of you. You know, maybe it translates into hits, maybe it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. It's it, we're we're music nerds, so. When this one came across uh, our, our, my desk, uh, I saw it and I said, hey, there's a 16-year-old kidney Miles from uh, Washington, D.C. He's a hip-hop artist, and uh, at 16, he is way more competent than uh, not only I, I was, but anybody I know was at 16. And, uh, and so he gets on the show at the end of the drumheads. And so that's what we're going to play for you right now. Uh, this name of the artist is Miles Av. He is out there on SoundCloud, uh, not so much on Twitter, but on on Facebook and stuff. And uh, and hopefully soon we're gonna have him in to uh, to talk about his stuff because uh, this is you know with all uh, with all the the talk we uh, older people and nerds talk about uh, the serious issues like you know copyright. And how artists get paid, and uh, and and you know so on and so forth. Uh, one thing that we have stood by, and that is that is actually a truth, is that despite all that, people will continue to make art. And, and Miles is an example of this, I think. And uh, I think because of that, maybe uh, you might be hearing a lot more from him. But you're hearing him here uh, right now. This is a song uh, from Miles Av. It's called "The Debt." And uh, take a listen. I'll be back in a few minutes. Give me my money, remember what you stole from me. Hell nah, I don't work for free. So give me my cheese. So tired of begging and 
I'm pulling up on you, I'm pulling up on you. In that all black G-Wag to the all white house. The sort of my kids and my spouse, disrespecting my house. You go and pay for that, you go and pay for that. Worked off my back, they made your own empire. You breaking bad now, whoa. With the rich, you breaking bread now, whoa. But you must have forgot about my countless hours, sun up to sundown. Tried to fight you in the streets, but then you watered me down. Downplay my worth, family name you curse Around my people you lurk, savage like cutthroat Like ISIS, can't get a stipend Left my homies mindless, left the left is brainless Disrespecting my main chick, gave me the work then chain me Oh you changed me, rearranged me, told me I ain't Ain't this, ain't that, ain't that my baby mama Tried to make a crack, wouldn't allow me to aim back Gave my objectives, aimless, name me nameless And even if I was famous, you wouldn't hear my two cents And return my two cents, they call me the nuisance uh. Return my two cents up, hit my two cents, but you call me the nuisance. Tell me what is this? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge, and I'm trying not to lose my head. I said, Now don't push me, don't push me, don't push me, no, don't push me. I'm trying, I'm trying, lose my, lose my head. Uh, I need my money like right now. Residuals like now, please don't play on my emotions. I had a check, better be emotion. I need my money like right now. Need residuals like now, please don't play on my emotions. I had a check, better be emotion. Give me my money, remember what you stole from me. Hell nah, I don't work for free, so give me my Gold is way up. Diamonds are at the most expensive level ever. Catchphrase around here is certainly bling bling. Cadillac announced that they sold 3 million Escalade trucks this afternoon alone. Incredible Chuck, these people just seem to be breaking their necks to give this money right back to us. Folks, I am happy to report that the recession is now officially over, and we have nobody to thank but all these black people. How did you become the world's wealthiest man, Tron? Hot hand in a dice game, baby girl. Six hours straight, talking about clanking, 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 back. Now you're looking at the world's richest man, and I'm black. I think what everyone wants to know now is what are you going to do with all this money? Uh, uh, I'm going to reinvest my money into the community. Oh, that's a very nice gesture. What was Okay. Is that your son? No, no, I just bought this baby cash. No, straight up, though, I'm going to do the real thing and spend this money for y'all honkies. Change your mind. Short, sweet, and, uh, and sort of to the point. That is the debt uh, for Miles Ave. I hope you dug it. I, I actually really di- dig the tune. Um, I am not a uh, hip-hop elitist in any stretch of the imagination or uh, music in, in general. Like All it requires is that you have you have the feel. And that has that has the feel. So, uh, like I said, hopefully we'll get, uh, we'll get Miles in here sometime. Talk to him about uh, being 16 and, and making badass shit. If you're listening, Miles, reach out. I, I got your email. I'll reach out to you. Um, that is uh, that's it for this Thursday. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as you enjoyed Chris, Dave, and the Drumheads. Uh, if you like what you heard, you can subscribe to us. Please subscribe to us in iTunes. It's an Apple podcast. Leave us a rating or a message there. That spreads the word. I mean, you can always just spread the word verbally. Like, walk up to your friend and be like, hey. Have you heard Chunky Glasses, the podcast? And then point it out to them on your phone. That's always cool. And if you're doing that, you can actually point it out to them on Google Play if they're an Android person. Stitcher, if they're just like, fuck all these apps. I'm agnostic of, of Android or iPhone. Um, you can listen to Mixcloud as well. And uh, Super Fancy, now you can listen to us in Stitcher. So if you were listening to Chris Dave and the Drumheads in Stitcher and then you sort of scroll down should show up but maybe well, we'll see what it looks like but but you wanted to stay in your Stitcher app and listen to us talk about it you can do that uh, which is rad that happened uh, as I said last episode thanks to the good people at Pippa they are who hosts our podcast 
pippa.io you can uh, for a small fee you can go and they will host your your ideas your screeds into the world and uh, and they will help you uh, sort of grow that they will answer all your questions they're remarkably responsive a great crew of people out there that believe in uh, in the medium that is podcasting really which is about just telling stories and they are they're here to help you out uh, doing that as always you can go to www.chunkyglasses.com you can see listen to us there you can also see the remarkable work of Matt Condon, Mauricio Castro and now Avery Junius out there every damn night covering live shows in DC and uh, up and down the east coast uh, they are uh, they are a powerhouse of photographers uh, the likes of which I have never, like, I don't shoot anymore because I can't can't compete with my own team how about that? <laughs> that's that's actually uh, kind of true. Uh, they're they're amazing, but they are. Uh, but uh, give give them a look on uh, on Twitter. You can catch us at Chunky Glasses, and you can always see pretty immediately the Instagram uh, at Chunky Glasses. Uh, what's happening to live shows around uh, Washington D.C. Good, and that's it. We're gonna be back on Monday uh, with kind of a special episode. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, local music, explicitly local music. But we're not gonna actually gonna be talking about it. We're just gonna be playing it. Have an all-star panel coming over uh, this weekend, and we're just gonna play tracks and we're gonna react a little to them. But it really is about what we are about here. Is just sort of spreading uh, the good news about music. And uh, I talked to I talked to one Philip from Burke Royals actually talked to him tonight at the uh, North Country show, and uh, he's excited. And I'm excited. It's, it's, it's fucking exciting it's it's good we've never done this and so the first one i'm saying monday might be a mess but uh we will have had fun hopefully you you guys have fun listening so tune in then thank you for listening uh we're gonna be back in a few short days until then be good to your ears but be better to your people talk to you soon <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi!